All right, good morning or good afternoon or even good evening, everybody. I should start saying uh, good evening now because uh, there's a lot of people around the world that watch this at different times of the day. So uh, I truly do appreciate that and I hope everybody's well. With that being said, though, there's a lot of news to cover and uh, let's just get right into it because I think a lot of you, uh, maybe some of you are not familiar or not catch or not really paying attention, but a lot of you probably are knowing, uh, knowing the most of you. So anyways, Israel, okay. Let's just jump right into it. Now, there's rockets being fired, uh, missiles, you name it, between uh, Hamas and Israel. Israel just cleaned up the Gaza Strip. Uh, when I say cleaned up, I'm talking, they bombed, the part of my English, they bombed the living shit out of it last night, from my understanding, at least, you know, yesterday relative to Eastern Standard Time or Mountain Time or whatever, right? Um with that being said, it really comes down to perspective. Uh, two or three days ago, United States Congress, all Republicans and over half of Democrats voted to make aid to Israel unconditional, as uh, I reported, as many others reported to. Uh, with that being said, though, look, you're not going to... Here's the thing. To the people that say, look, if you want to give money to Israel with, you know, for example, the Iron Dome, and for those who don't know what the Iron Dome is, it's basically a... Um, it's it's funding that the Obama administration gave to Israel, I think it was in 2015 or 2016, to build a missile defense system. And they call it the Iron Dome because the, the, the missiles intercept any aerial attacks from above. A lot of people are saying, listen, if you want to do that, then fine, no problem. But at the same time, you should also fund, uh, you know, some type of protection for the Palestinians. So if there's ever a conflict, both countries will not resort to violence. But folks, look... Did Israel start it this time? It, you could argue very strongly they did. You could also very argue very strongly that they didn't. It depends on the narrative that we're listening to. Depends on what we're hearing on people that are you know filming from uh, with their phones on the ground and things like that. I'm not going to get into who started it, who didn't. This has been a conflict that's been going on for thousands of years. The point is this. There's a lot of speculation that Netanyahu used this as an opportunity and had his army conduct those raids in order for this for Hamas to actually strike, which would therefore justify an Israeli response, which would therefore more than likely solidify Netanyahu's position to be reelected again, if you will, and therefore his opponent, who he gave 28 days to uh, to put together a coalition will not even do so even if he does because technically in theory you could argue this is you know quote-unquote wartime now for the people that are saying you know you we have to stand with the innocent palestinians and all that why are democrats and republicans saying they stand with israel again folks a lot of these politicians, even the ones that are not pulled into the tent, if you will, understand and they see from a very silent but, you know, um, I guess we could say analytical level that the Israeli intelligence community, the Jewish uh, business community, um, you name it, has deep, deep ties with the U.S. Now, allegedly, uh, one of the Israeli chief of staff told Biden in a very polite way, basically, stay out of what's going on right now. And, um, of course, Biden will stay out because, again... Regardless of Democrat or Republican, the American uh, partnership with the Israelis on an intelligence level is too strong to damage anything on the front end. And what I mean by that is by sending aid or money or you name it, right? So it's not for me to say who's in the right or wrong here, Israel or Palestine, right? We can talk about the speculation on who attacked first, who was being a shit disturber to another on a day of prayer and things like that. And I get that. Ultimately, though, folks, we have to look at the much bigger, bigger picture here. Is Netanyahu, whether you like him or not, we got to call like it is, is he using this as an opportunity to be reelected again? At the same time, is he using this to justify a more conservative approach throughout Jewish, um, Jewish regulatory law overall, right? Now, 
I apologize if I'm moving maybe a little bit too quickly for those that don't understand or don't really um, have, a, have a grasp on what's going on. But I think it's safe to say most people know that Israel and Palestine, Israel and Hamas, Israel and the Gaza Strip have been at odds with each other for God knows how long. And the Israeli army has been conducting raids like crazy, um, assuming that these reports are true and things like that. With that being said, though, I'd like to think what's actually happening there is in fact happening, not because of the mainstream media footage, because we know how easy that could be faked, but because of the raw camera cell phone footage coming out of both Palestine and out of um, out of Israel as well. So again, at the end of the day, you know who suffers here, right, folks? The, the, the uh, people of Palestine and the people of Israel and the innocent people on the Gaza Strip. Now, again, this has to do with extremism. Uh, what's the response going to be? I would dare to say that Hamas, uh, which Iran has been allegedly, I say this carefully, known to fund, will respond in an asymmetrical way, whether it's by, you know, doing a suicide bomb in some country in Europe and proclaiming this is for what you did to, this is for what Israel did to us and things like that. Again, it's just going to start a whole bunch of crap. So ultimately, we can talk about who started it, who didn't, and I'm not trying to um, dodge that fact, but I would like to see the whole conflict calm down before I make a solidified, um, I guess we could say personal dictation of what I think happened of who started it. But at this moment, in, in a purely hypothetical world, if we're going off of the reports, the Israeli army started it with the raids of the settlements and things like that by removing Palestinians excuse me, Palestinian families from their homes and um, and replacing them with Jewish settlers and pushing the Palestinians geographically in more and more. Now, does that mean that's a right thing to do? No. But again, like I said, folks, unless the U.S. steps in and opposes Israel, which they will not do because of, again, how many secretive things from an intelligence angle, from a business angle they have going on, it's, this is the way it's going to be. So again, I tried to, hopefully I wasn't too all over the place with that. I tried to report it in as clear and an unbiased way as I can. Um, but again, you can call Netanyahu, uh, uh, who's the prime minister of Israel, you can call him a warmonger, or you can call him someone who's simply defending Israel. That's not for me to say. Ultimately, what's happening right now is, um, I would argue, a, a miniature war, if you will, a war of missiles, if you want to call it. And uh and, and that's basically about it. Now, there's a lot of people in the mainstream media, before I go on, because there's, there's a lot more to cover, but there's people saying, you know, Dave, or, or just in general, uh, people in the mainstream media, these commentators saying, well, how come the U.S. gives money to Israel every year and then Israel has the right to call Joe Biden and tell him to, to stay out of what's going on right now? Because it's deeper than that. Because people are saying, well, that's American taxpayers' dollars that, that, the, um, that the U.S. gives $3 billion or more every year to in military aid. Plus, on, on top of that, uh, military projects and, and weaponry and things like that. And I would say, absolutely, you're right. That is for, as an American, if I'm speaking to someone in the States, that is your tax money in theory. But again, the answer is because the intelligence angle is too far connected and it's too ingrained. Like I said, you'd have to, and I'm not trying to make this an, uh, you know, like I do, uh, commentary in the, in the main episodes, but you want to really revamp the system to everybody who's complaining, saying, how come no one's saying they're siding with the people of Palestine? You got to revamp the system from the intelligence angle because there's a lot more to this that a lot of people don't see and people are looking at this as just a one strike or a one battle type of operation. It's much bigger than this. There's more strategy behind it. And I'm not saying that to defend Israel or Palestine uh, by any stretch of the metric. It's just, again, it's the reality. So anyways, sorry for that rant or whatever you want to call it. I tried to, you know, explain it to the people who aren't as in touch, uh, 
with the scenario if i get anything wrong please do correct me but i think i i think that's what's what's uh what's happening anyways uh we'll be doing reporting all over the world by the way of what's happening so allegedly 80 percent of americans live within five miles of a vaccine center and they still don't want to get the second shot um look that that should say something you know people don't trust it again like i I think i brought this up in yesterday's news episode they don't want to go through the 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 bullshit of being sick for one to two days some people it's up to two weeks they're sick for in bed all that kind of stuff some people just have they're having second thoughts have second doubts you know things like that so yeah i mean go figure right it's the the point is this it tells you something when the availability is there but people still don't want to get it right Okay. Uh, the next thing is that there was a shooting in Russia that left nine dead, but apparently Russian police have obtained and detained the shooter. And allegedly Putin has now called on uh, reviewing gun laws and gun rules and things like that. Again, Putin, he'll never admit this, but he tends to pride himself in showing to the rest of the world that, look, he he's a man of control in Russia. You don't see shootings at schools like you do in the US and Russia and things like that. Now, that doesn't mean it doesn't happen. It just could mean that Russian media is covering it up. Let's be totally real here, right? Right. With that being said, this did make global world worldwide news. And um, again, th- I'm not trying to s- make this a cop out answer, but should ha- these things happen. And it's terrible. It truly is. But I, I don't know at this point what else could be done to, to tell you uh, the-, the honest truth. So, you know, um, again, aside, I-, I don't know what and I say I don't know what could be done because I don't know the-, the laws in Russia with regards to guns and things like that. Maybe some of you do. So. Uh, the next thing is that the military is considering, the U.S. military is considering robot-controlled weapons. Yeah, no, 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 no. We're not even going to talk about that because they've been doing that since at least the 70s. It's just a matter of uh, coming out to the public and to, with regards to the extent in which they're doing it. So, the, um, the next thing is that Australia has now joined military drills with France, Japan, and the U.S. as tensions with China intensify. Again, there's a lot of tension all over the world. This Israeli scenario is just one of them. There's a lot of, as I've been saying in previous episodes, um, as I've been putting up on the thumbnail for those that watch or listen on YouTube, uh, it's the, the the tension is rising. Whether or not this is part of the overall plan, if you want to call it, and I say that with air quotes, is hard to say, but you know. Um, the next thing is that Elon Musk asked Twitter followers if Tesla should accept Dogecoin. Again, this turned in, into something, this went from a joke to being something serious. I didn't even check to see what the response was. I would argue just off the top of my head, most people would probably say, yeah, largely because a lot of people have money in it. <laughs> but, uh, and let's be honest, I, again, from my understanding, there's no value in Doge except for what Elon has given it. So again, it's being propped up. And if people make money off of it, God bless them, you know? So the next thing is that Kenya has suspended Somalia flights for three months. Again, because of COVID and things like that, or maybe, uh, or even other political tensions that we're unaware of, it's it's unfortunate to see. But again, it's not the worst thing happening in the world right now, right? Uh, the next thing is that the UK government has set out a pandemic recovery plan that's going to be announced in the Queen's speech, and this is, um, you know, the um, British government or media is making a big deal, saying, you know, this is the first time the Queen is doing a public event without Prince Philip by her side. Look, she's a human being. Her husband passed away done finished i'm not even going to touch on that so um and i want to see what this pandemic recovery plan is so again we'll we'll see what happens um the next thing is that a turkish firm just told um lebanon to fix their debts or face massive power cuts again folks i'm not trying i'm not going to sugarcoat this if if turkey has that kind of pull in power over lebanon i mean fuck 
what what can you do at that point right this is this is also another thing too that people in europe and in the west tend to generally talk about even in russia should major world countries step in should germany should russia should the u.s step in in these scenarios right or and that comes strictly down to a foreign policy perspective that's not for me to, to tell you guys which way to think or lean it's just a matter of should a certain country uh, a powerhouse of the world if you want to call it doesn't necessarily need to be the u.s but should a certain powerhouse of the world be involved to help you know lebanon in these situations when a Turkish firm has that kind of power. That's what it comes down to. And if they don't want to help, then unfortunately, that's the way that reality is. Uh, I mean, uh, there's no other way. There's no magic solution here, right? And again, we also don't know what goes on on the back end too. The next thing is that the U.S. Coast Guard has fired warning shots at an Iranian vessel, according to the Pentagon, but Iran countered this statement and accused the U.S. of reckless behavior. Again, this is now just one word against the other. We don't know what happened first unless there's footage, unless there's reports, unless there's people that know the soldiers on the ship themselves um, or the, you know, the Coast Guard, uh, Coast Guard uh, people in the Coast Guard and all that. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. Now, with that being said, is it a coincidence? I'm not trying to tie things where, together where there aren't none, but is it a coincidence that this thing is happening in Israel and Iran is all of a sudden, you know, getting a little frisky? Now, we could also argue that the U.S. is getting frisky with Iran first. It's, again, folks, I don't trust the media, so I don't want to report something just because the Pentagon said it first, right? Not to say that I'm siding with Iran, but at this point, both could be lying and maybe the real truth is being covered up. Who the hell knows? The next thing is that Iran has confirmed they're speaking with the Saudis uh, in Saudi Arabia and the government there, but it's too early to discuss results regarding reducing tensions between the two countries overall. Look, communication is key. Could this be an intelligence operation in the sense that, you know, you open up two countries and Iran is open to do a little more things now, so maybe they're trying to side with certain countries that actually are in close with the U.S. in order to sort of work their way back into the U.S.'s good side and force them into a stalemate, if you will, or a checkmate, sort of like, hey, America, by the way, you got to be nice to us now economically and things like that. I'm not an expert on this, so maybe some of you are. Maybe I got that totally wrong, but what I'm trying to... Um, what I'm trying to present here is the format of the way in which we should think and approach these things, because it's never as simple as it seems. Usually it's not. Maybe the odd time it is, but I, even then I doubt that. The next thing is that the FBI said that the cyber attack carried out, a cyber attack, excuse me, carried out on the American pipeline was conducted by a group called Darkside. Now, it's interesting because Darkside is considered to be more of a criminal group than that of a state-run group, but... If you go to Washington Post, CNN, um, I don't know about Fox, to tell you the truth, but MSNBC, NBC, and ABC, they're all going to say that it ha they have links to Russia. They're not going to tell you where they got that source from. They're not going to say the FBI said they have links to Russia. They just threw that in there. I read every single article. They don't even say where they got the Russian side of it from. And I'm not trying to defend Russia, but again... Could this be another possible uh, reason for the U.S. to use as an exploitation to point the finger at Russia when Russia really didn't do anything? I'm not kidding, folks. If you read the articles, it literally says, you know, um, uh, the, the, the criminal group Darkseid with alleged links to Russia. Wh which links? Where? Where are you getting that from? They're not saying. Seriously. They're not even saying that the FBI told them. They're just throwing that sentence in there. And you expect me to believe that, which is why I won't report. I mean, I'll, I'll report it in the sense to you guys of being able to, to, to bring it up to question it, but I won't, I won't say that that's actually fact. We have no idea. Um, 
the next thing is that uh, also there's a theory too, by the way, that because gas, the price of gas in the U.S. has across the board in general has increased to a quite a substantial level. There's a theory that Biden, that this was an inside job uh, to help the oil companies. Um, and people are saying, well, you know, someone said to me, for example, this morning, some uh, Dave, you know, Biden wouldn't want that because, you know, it would it would um, it would make the economy worse in a time of recovery. And my answer to that is, well, he would want that if the oil companies have donated big time to him because, you know, these little quote unquote uh, cyber attacks or hacks or accidents could actually be a bit of an inside job to help uh, prop up the oil companies. Who the hell knows? And this is the scary thing, folks, the fact that we can't trust the mainstream media. And we have to rely on independent reporting and people using their phones to film, whether it's Israel, whether it's the pipeline hack or or things like this. Again, it, 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 I'm not trying to fear monger, but these are scary times in my humble opinion. So the next thing is that there was a deadly shootout in Brazil's Amazon jungle as miners are allegedly trying to invade the reserves. Again, this comes down to preserving the jungle and uh, the rainforest and things like that. And um I'm look. I I've never been to the the Amazon rainforest and in Brazil, but I would love to see it preserved. Not even. I mean, I'm a big like I say. I'm a big fan of nature, but I'm not a tree hugger. At the same time, I understand that uh, if you have to tear certain things down for infra infrastructure, excuse me, then you know that's just the way life is. But save a little bit, right? Put a little bit aside for conservation, what have you. When you have things like this happening illegally, I mean. Who knows if it's an inside job with some of the Brazilian government because of the corruption? I mean, we can just go on and on and on, right? And at that point, we're just extrapolating. And I don't want to just make up, you know, theories or, or what have you, right? Uh, the next thing is that five were all, five people were also killed in an attack on a Brazilian nursery. Again, uh, it's not the shootings are not even happening just in America anymore. I mean, not well anymore. They always happened around the world. But what what can we do at this point? And I'm not trying to say, oh, it's all hopeless. But uh, folks, this shit happens. I mean, our, unless we have a, a scenario like in the movie Minority Report with Tom Cruise, where you can predict crimes before they happen, then I mean, I don't know what else we could do here. Right. So uh, the next thing is that let's see here. Uh, there was an escape tunnel found at an Australian detention center. Hey, I mean. Again, shit, that shit happens. Criminals and people inside try to escape and get out, especially if they got a long sentence. So let's see if they plug that, they find the issue, they plug the tunnel, and that's it. If anyone escaped, hopefully they nab them, and that's it. Um, the next thing is that burglars have targeted, excuse me, the, uh, the Nigerian president's chief of staff. Hmm. This is, this is interesting. Um, and I say that because, again, it, it, it's not uncommon for things in, in that part of the world uh, to happen and infiltrate to the inner circle of um, elected official security, which is very unfortunate, by the way. But you see, there, there's just so much going on. Even politicians are not safe at this point, folks. I mean, th this is the unfortunate thing. And when I read things like this, I mean, could this have been part of an intelligence operation from a political opponent, from a rebel group? Could this have been... Again, so many things have to be considered here instead of just, you know, straight up reading and thinking, oh, look, they tried to get him and it, it didn't work. But look, they tried and we have to be vigilant. It's more than that. So it just comes down to what we think is going to be the the outcome from this. Right. Uh, we're seeing now people people think because it's the year uh, 2021 that, you know, nowadays people wouldn't uh, w certain governments or organizations wouldn't do these things. People think, well, with all the technology we have, coup d'etats or coups or, you know, uh, 
quietly backing rebels and funding rebels to overthrow a, a certain regime wouldn't happen. Folks, it seems to be happening more and more in front of our eyes, right? Which would explain the, the YouTube censoring and things like that. But anyways, uh, the next thing... Oh, and also, by the way, very quickly, apparently Google is... Sen is you know, Twitter is censoring tweets that are pro-Palestine, from my understanding, uh, specifically in America. Because again, like I said, it's not even Democrat or Republican anymore. The entire both sides of the political aisle support uh, Israel, like like part of my English, like like a motherfucker. So again, you see the censorship too. Um, the next thing is that a bridge linking Bosnia and Zambia has opened up. See, that's awesome. Great to see. You know, um, I'm sure it provided jobs for people to help build the bridge. It's good infrastructure. Uh, assuming it's good infra infra infrastructure, excuse me, it'll serve as a good way of uh, transportation, but for people coming and going between Bosnia and Zambia. And and again, these are the things that are, are that I like to see. But sadly, we all know the negativity always the positive. But Anyways, the next thing is that, uh, the final thing, excuse me, is that Egypt's Suez Canal is uh, going to be expanded after the, the recent blockage. I mean, man, this just goes to show how delicate and fragile world economies can be. You're relying on one canal and all it takes is, you know, for all these years, one ship to have clogged it and it never happened. You know what I mean? It's just... Um, it just goes to show how delicate certain things are with regards to uh, military relationships, uh, global infrastructure, global economies, what certain people and companies and countries, for that matter, rely on certain parts of the world for physically, geographically, you name it. Again, the Suez Canal being one of them, why they never thought to expand earlier, who knows? But again, I guess no one thought that the ship would come in and purposefully block, uh, block everybody in. Because notice how the, the, the narrative surrounding was that done on purpose or not is completely being ignored too. So again, anyways, that's it for today. We have a uh, public episode coming out later on in the day and we'll catch all of you later. Cheers.